0: an educational podcast dedicated to teaching you all about the world of wine, the different regions, the different styles, the different grape varieties, and the history and culture associated with wine. Today's episode is going to be focused on the Loire Valley, a wine region which follows France's longest river from the Atlantic Ocean in the west of France all the way inland to central France. And so because the region is so large, there is a diverse range of wines made here. We have different grape varieties, different styles and different climates as well as it goes from maritime to continental. The One consistent thing about the Loire Valley is that it's consistently cool because this is quite far north in France. So we have sunny days and cool nights often and this produces wines with consistently high acidity which is why the Loire is so famous for its white wines. But we must not forget the red wines either. So we're going to look at the Loire Valley going from west to east. And we start with the Nantes region. So the Nantes region is based around the city of Nantes, on the Atlantic Ocean. So the climate here is maritime, so it rains all year round. So it's a wet climate with a huge influence from the Atlantic Ocean. And the main region in the Nantes is Muscadet, the main Appalachian. And here we have 13,000 hectares of plantings. And this is a region which has lots of uh, small holdings um, held by, by families, so co-ops can be quite important here. The major grape is Melon, also called Melon Blanc or Melon de Bourgogne because this um, grape does originate from Burgundy. Melon is a fairly neutral variety, it doesn't really taste of that much. Maybe green apples are the aromas that you'll get. So the best wines made from Melon in the Muscadet region are aged sur lis or on their lees. The lees being the yeast cells which die after fermentation and if you leave the wine in contact with those dead yeast cells it can influence the wine. And so Muscadet is often aged on its lees over the winter for about six months before being bottled in March. And those lees give biscuity and nutty aromas, as well as giving the, way, the wine greater weight and greater texture. The largest region in the Loire Valley as a whole, and not just in the Nantes, is muscadet Sevre et maine And that's named after two rivers which are tributaries of the Loire River, Sevre et maine and these flow south-southeast of Loire from, from Nantes and the best wines are made here they're usually always um, surlis, they on and the best wines come from here because of the soils, there's a lot of variety of soils uh, some of the best w- uh, wines come from Val from clay soils and then there's schist and granite slopes around the village of Saint Fiacre if you want to try um, some Muscadet I recommend Domaine uh, de Leku because they, they do make um, Melon or Muscadet from single sites, and so they use different soils such as nice and schist and granite, and they'll even have a picture of the soil on the label. So it's very good to be able to taste the different styles of Muscadet, severe and main and the influence that soil has on the wine. So, as a whole, Muscadet can be neutral, it can be boring, it's always high acidity, but the best wines are salty and tangy and light, and they're great with seafood, and of course, you have those nut- nutty biscuity aromas from um, the Lees. And it's always a light-bodied wine, because the alcohol can be no more than 12%. And this is actually the only Appalachian in France that has a maximum alcohol limit. So going further inland, we go to Anjou-Saumeur, which is the next region of the Loire. And this still has a maritime climate, but it's more protected from uh, forests and hills from the Atlantic Ocean. So it's not quite as wet as the Nantes region. There's lots of rosé made here and there are three styles of rosé you need to know about. The basic style is Rosé d'Anjou and this is mainly from the local grape Grollo, which is a fairly average quality grape. It's very high yielding, so farmers and growers like to work with this grape because they can make lots of it and uh, get lots of money for it, but the quality is quite average and this is always a a fairly sweet rosé, usually designed for um, early drinking. Much higher quality is Cabernet d'Anjou, and this is the highest level of rosé in the area. And this is from a blend of Cabernet Franc and Cabernet Sauvignon, which is grown in Loire Valley mainly for rosé. You might find a bit of red wine, you never know. Still sweet, but the acidity is higher because the grapes are higher quality and probably located in a better location as well. And the acidity is high to balance that sweetness. So it's very important when you have a sweet wine. In the middle in terms of quality is Rosé de Loire which is grown in Anjou and the neighbouring Touraine region as well so a broader appellation and this is dry, dry rosé. Also in Anjou itself we have the white Anjou or Anjou Blanc which is from the Chenin Blanc grape which is the dominant white grape variety in this area. An Anjou Blanc is one of the few white wines to be aged or fermented in barrel. You might also find Anjou Rouge from Cabernet Franc. So let's look at the different, uh, smaller appellations of the anjou sur region. And we have Savaniere, and this is a small region, dry, white wine from Chenin Blanc with low yields. The wines are very concentrated, and this is a style of wine which can be tart and acidic when young, but it does age for a long, long time. Traditionally Savaniere was so acidic that um, the wines would only be drunk after 10 or 20 or 30 years, but now producers are trying to make more approachable styles, picking the grapes when they're a bit riper. When, as the wines do age, they can have nutty stone and tropical fruit aromas. So they can kind of get richer as they age. And Savanier is located on the north side of the Loire River, on south-facing slopes, it just gets that sunshine. And they're higher up as well, so they don't get the humidity from the river, so you're not getting any noble rot, so it's always a dry wine. So the south-facing slopes are really important. Going on to the other side of Loire, we have the Cote du Leon Appellation, and the vines here are grown on the banks of another tributary of the Loire, the Léon. So there's lots of tributaries to the Loire river producing and influencing the different styles of wine. So Cote de Léon is always sweet and the sweetness either comes from overripe grapes so really concentrating the sugar allowing them to hang on the vine for longer than usual and botrys grapes so grapes which have got noble rot coming from the humidity of the Léon river. Usually a mixture With noble rot you don't always know how much you're going to get each year and of course yields are naturally low so those overripe grapes are acting as um, a backup if you like Uh, the grape again is Chenin Blanc yields are low so the maximum yield can be 30 hectolitres per hectare and the best vineyards are on the steep slopes on the right bank of the Leon river so there's 1400 hectares of plantings here quality can vary basic Cotto de Leon isn't that exciting but as quality rises we're really getting some exciting sweet wine and there are several villages within the appellation which can add their name to the Cote du Leon so if you see the name of a village you know it's going to be higher quality and these have higher alcohol and there's varied soils in these villages with slate and schist and sandstone and then there are two small appellations within Cote du Leon which are very famous and very very high quality and usually very expensive too. Carte de Chaume it has all noble rot on schist soils from old vines, with very low yields, just 22 le- hectolitres per hectare, and produces very powerful sweet wines. And then also Bonnezeau, also from noble rot, on steep slopes, with slightly higher yields of 25 hectolitres per hectare. Not quite as famous as Cacard de Chum, but still very high quality. And then we have the Saumur Appellation, and here the soil is a calcareous rock. The most famous wine here is Sparkling and that's from Chenin Blanc, maybe some Cabernet Franc too but it also makes white wine from Chenin Blanc, which is quite acidic and some red wine from Cabernet Franc, which is light and fruity very easy drinking and then there's also a subzone of Sommers Champigny a little bit more expensive and the Chenin Blanc here is a bit fruitier um, not quite that tart acidity that you get from Sommers Blanc also some sweet wine called Coteau de Sommers, which will be from Chenin Blanc again and Rosé which will be very similar to Rosé, um, sorry, Cabernet d'Anjou. And this will be from Cabernet Franc. Rosé de Sommers, it's called. So let's go further inland again to Touraine. The Garden of France, as it's often called, based around the city of Tours, where many of Loire's famous chateaux are built. And um, you may think, what relevance do chateaux have to wine? Well, they are very beautiful chateau, and they're built from uh, the local soil, which is called Tufo which is a chalky soil, and you'll notice these chateaux are often very white, because they're made from this chalky soil, and that is the soil on which the vines are grown in this region, particularly in the village of Vouvray. So here the climate is really um, transcending the maritime and continental climates of the Loire. There's still some maritime influence coming in from the Atlantic Ocean, but the climate's getting more continental, so longer days and cooler nights. The main, or the largest appellation here is terrain, which is over 5,000 hectares of plantings, and it can be white or red from the whole range of Loire varieties, and um, the one I would recommend is Sauvignon Blanc or Sauvignon de Terrain. This is an inexpensive alternative to Sancerre, very similar in style, but less expensive. Well worth um, seeking if you like um, easy drinking Sauvignon Blanc. Then we have uh, Chinon. So now we're going to look at the, the red wines of the Loire Valley, which we haven't really focused on. So Chinon is made from Cabernet Franc, just over 2,000 hectares of plantings and growing. And this is south of the uh, Loire River. And as I said, it's from Cabernet Franc. So Cabernet Franc's a grape with uh, red fruits, raspberries, and also pencil-shaving aromas. But it can be made in a couple of different styles in Chinon. On the sand and gravel soils, which are near the river, the wines are light and fruity, easy drinking. But as you go further up, on the limestone slopes, and the two, which also have tufo soils, and also up to the plateau, above the river the wines are fuller and more intense and these wines have become richer over time used to be very light-bodied but fuller-bodied now as as growers have used vineyard techniques to ensure more ripeness so really managing the vineyard properly and getting those grapes fully ripe to produce a fruitier more full full full-bodied style of wine. On the other side of the river is Bourgay, which is 1300 hectares so a little bit smaller and here the rainfall is lower as well so less of a maritime influence Cabernet Franc again and the wines here are more powerful and aromatic than Chinon so similar in style to the wines which are made on the slopes and the Plateau more so than the light fruity wines made on the sandy banks um, and it, this is it's certainly an age-worthy wine very attractive within Bourgogne, there is a sub-appellation San Nicolai de Bourgogne, which is a lighter fruitier style a bit, more, a bit closer to that light, lighter style of Chinon. So those are the red wines Then we have Vouvray, this is all Chenin Blanc, 2,000 hectares of plantings, and this is exactly where the maritime and the continental climate come together. Here there's no oak, no malolactic fermentation, the the acidity is naturally high, and the wines are always bottled young. 100% Chenin Blanc, but different styles of wine, according to the producer and to the vintage. So we can have dry wines, we can have medium dry, medium sweet wines, we can have fully sweet wines, we can also have sparkling wine. Demisec is the most dominant style of wine made here in Vouvray and this is just a quite usually quite inexpensive um, slightly fruity and the nice sweetness to the wines but usually you know basic to good quality the best wines are the sweet wines with really really high acidity so these are only made in the very best vintages when the grapes get fully fully ripe so you've got that warmth to the weather to get those grapes overripe, but not too warm so you allow the long ripening to just allow that sugar and aromatics to um, evolve gradually in the grape. Um, more dry wines they're more common now again because of improved vineyard techniques and then we also have the sparkling Vouvray again from Chenin Blanc. Nearby to Vouvray is Louis, which is similar and less famous um, than Vouvray it's quite similar in style but lower price. And just to give you an idea of what Loire kind of evokes in people. Honoré de Balzac, the famous French writer of the 19th century, um, based a whole story around uh, Vouvray called uh, L'Illustre Godissart, and it's set in Vouvray, and he asks, is it the joys of the vineyard and the harmonious loveliness of this garden land of France that we owe the soft compliance of these unconstrained and easy manners of the people of the Loire, a power unknown invisible will compel you to bury your poetry within your soul and turn your projects into dreams. So a very beautiful region which evokes such poetic sentiments. So going much further inland into central Loire we have a fully continental climate now so warm days, long summers but cool cool nights and cool winters as well and Sauvignon Blanc is the center of attention here and so the most famous two really famous appellations we have Sancerre on the left bank of the Loire uh, from Sauvignon Blanc the vines are, gro- are grown in 200 to 400 meters high on south-facing slopes that are protected by rivers and forests to moderate the temperatures so it doesn't get too cold. 2,600 hectares of plantings here there were just 700 in the 1960s and although Sancerre is very famous it's changed a lot in the last 50 years. It used to be made from a grape called Chasselas which is now really mostly grown in Switzerland and then local growers and winemakers started to make wine from Sauvignon Blanc in a very young approachable style almost like a Beaujolais Nouveau style and it became extremely popular um, particularly in Paris and then further abroad and now that that is the dominant style of um, Sancerre Sauvignon Blanc grassy herbaceous um, really refreshing as well with that high acidity but there are different styles of Sancerre being made there are three areas To the west of the village, we have clay, limestone, and chimeridgian soil like Chablis, and these wines are more powerful. In the centre, we have gravel and limestone soils, and these wines are more delicate. In the east, near the appellation of Puy Fumé, we have flint soils, Silex in French, which are more age-worthy, more perfumed, and flintier, um, more similar in style to Puy Fumé. But a sonceira is generally to be drunk young, referring back to that style that was created in the 1960s. We also have red and rosé from Pinot Noir. It's very light-bodied uh, wines. Then we have Puy Fume on the other side of the Loire. Here the soils are limestone and flint, and these will give those flint or gunflint aromas. It's so a thousand hectares planted here, so much smaller than Sancerre, and the best wines are longer lived than Sancerre with those uh, flintier aromas. And these are all on the slopes. The best wines, that is, are on the slopes north of the village. And then just around. These two appellations, we have less famous appellations, also dedicated to um, Sauvignon Blanc. Menetou Salon, similar to Sancerre, because it's right next to Sancerre on the western side of Sancerre, but with flatter vineyards and um, less expensive than Sancerre and a very similar quality. So it's always a good wine to look out for as a bargain alternative to Sancerre. And then there are two even less famous villages, Ruy which is small and in central France, again Sauvignon Blanc, and Cancy which is more rustic and less delicate because of the sand and gravel soils. So these villages do produce different styles of Sauvignon Blanc, but they're still recognisably Sauvignon Blanc, exactly what you'd expect from the grape. This is Matthew's World of Wine and Drink. This has been Matthew, and thank you for listening. See you next time.